radio station in North Georgia. Welcome to the New Bridge broadcast with the services from New Bridge Baptist Church, located on Cleveland Highway, one mile north of the State Patrol Office, near the entrance to Laurel Park. Pastor Milton Harris invites you to join them for their services all week long, Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and on Wednesday night. Now let's join the services already in progress from the New Bridge Baptist Church of Gainesville. Good morning. Welcome to New Bridge Baptist Church. It's good to see each of you out this morning. If you would, get your book. Stand with us and turn to page 201. Testify. 
Philippians chapter 3, if you're physically able, would you mind standing in honor of the reading of the Word of God? The Word of God says, finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord. Aren't you glad we can rejoice in our Savior, not our situations? Amen. To write the same things to you, to me indeed, is not grievous. But for you, it is safe. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of cassius. Talking about circumcision. I have a little trouble with that word. You ever have trouble with a word? I have a little trouble pronouncing that. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the Spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Though I might also have confidence in the flesh, if any other man thinketh that he hath thereof, he might trust in the flesh, I more. And I'm going to stop right there. Paul said, listen, if you think you can trust in the flesh, let me tell you, I could more so trust in the flesh. But we all know we can't trust in this old flesh. Circumcised the eighth day of the stock of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of the Hebrews, as touching the law of Pharisee, concerning zeal, persecuting the church, touching the righteousness which is in the law, blameless. But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yet doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the essence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, 
and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. You may be seated. Focus in right quick on 7 that he said, But what things were gained to me, those I counted lost for Christ. Yet doubtless, and I count all things but lost for the essence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. You know what the Apostle Paul is saying? He's saying, I'd rather have Jesus. And that's our thought today. I'd rather have Jesus. Amen. Rather have Jesus. Well, in this, right quick, Paul says in verse number one, look at the possibility. He said, Rejoice in the Lord. Paul said, You know what? Because I am saved, because I am born again, and because I have Jesus, I have the possibility that I can rejoice. In the Lord. You know what? A lost person can't rejoice in that until they get saved and born again. But aren't you glad you and I, as born again believers, can rejoice in the Lord? I'm going to tell you what, there's times in our life that troubles and trials and situations and circumstances come, and boy, it's just hard to rejoice in it. And we don't rejoice in them, but praise God, we can rejoice in our Savior, can't we? So we see that possibility. But then, number two, look at the precautions he gives us. That word, beware, literally means to see, uh, to to make known. In verses 3 and 4, Paul tells us a couple things. He says, there's some things that do damage. He began by using this, beware of dogs. This is a degrading companionship. Dogs in this time were not the cute little pets. Uh, not like we got Tucker. And, oh, man, I always said I'd never have an inside animal. We went to get him as a pup. Liddy said, I said, I'll fix like She said, he's not staying outside, and he hasn't, all right? I would have to stay outside before he would have to stay outside. But in, the, in Paul's day, they weren't the cute little cuddly things. They were uh, street dogs ravaging and uh, kind of growly and mean. Also, that word dogs also was used of the Jews for us Gentiles. And that's how that we look. And so it, it's degrading. And Paul says here, uh, there, there is a, uh, be careful... You can damage yourself by having degrading companionship. You and I need to be careful about those that we, uh, can I use the word run with? Those we associate with. And Paul gives us uh, there this precaution. Then look at this next phrase. Beware of evildoers. He said here, uh, they're deceitful characters. They're corrupt and they can damage you. You know what? We can get associated with people that are corrupt, Brother Grace, and, and deceive people. You know what? And people say, oh, hey, Milton runs with him. I wonder if Milton's corrupt too. So we need to be careful. Paul says, you know what? 
because I have Jesus. Because I'd rather have Jesus. Jesus can open our eyes and let us see. Amen? As I said many times, fellas, I wonder about Washington. Why can't they see? But they're blinded. I hate to say it, but I believe the majority of them are lost without God and without Jesus. Amen? I wish they'd come to know Jesus and could open their eyes a little bit. Then, look at this third phrase he uses here. Uh, Beware of... Somebody say that for me. Concision? Thank you. Concision. Concision. Amen. Thank you. Hey, concision. Where was that? Donna Jean. All right. Thank you. But this is a reference to uh, really circumcision. And what Paul is saying here, be aware. Don't get damaged by doctrinal confusion. Doctrinal confusion. I'll tell you what, we're living in a time... I hate to say it, but there's a lot of doctrine confusion. There's a lot. But I'm going to tell you what Paul said, beware. He said, you know what? I've got Jesus. And if I look to Jesus and I trust the Holy Spirit of God to lead me and I read my Bible and I study it like he said, I should, I should be able to avoid that doctrine confusion. He said here, these things can damage you. It can damage us. But look at this. He says there's some things that are dangerous. Dangerous. Look with me in verse number 4. Here's a dangerous thought. He said, though I might also have confidence in the flesh. I'm going to tell you what. Uh, Paul said that's a dangerous thought to put confidence in this old flesh. I'm going to tell you what. I don't have any confidence. In, I, I, mean, I don't have confidence in Milton Harris. I got confidence in a Savior, amen. Don't, hey, he said, don't put any confidence. It's, it's dangerous. That's a dangerous thought to trust our flesh. And especially when it comes to salvation. Uh, Paul said, whoa, wait a minute. He said, I'd rather have Jesus than put confidence in the flesh. I'm going to tell you what, a dangerous thought, but a dangerous trust. He said, if, if any other man thinketh that he hath worth there might trust in the flesh, I more. And again, this is a dangerous thought, and this is a dangerous trust. I'm going to tell you what, if we trust in this flesh, we're going to come up short. We're going to come up short. You know, you and I, I'm not a sinner because I've sinned. I, I sinned because I was born a sinner. I, I've got a sin nature. Thank God I, I, I've been born again. Amen? And uh, inward man, amen, he's in touch, but I still battle the flesh. And this old flesh here, sometimes I get weak, amen. The spirit, hey, hey, the spirit is willing, but the, what, the flesh is weak, right? And we can make mistakes, but we can claim 1 John 1, 9, can't we? If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us. From all unrighteous. I like that cleansing part, don't you? Not only I get forgiven, hey, but praise God, He'll cleanse us. And, and, and I'm glad that I can trust in my Lord and say, I've got an advocate with the Father. Praise God. I'm glad I can trust Him, but I don't, I don't trust Milton Harris. Amen? I don't trust Him. I don't trust Him no further than I can pick Him up and throw Him, all right? He said, that's dangerous to trust in the flesh. 
So here's some precautions. But then, thirdly, right quick, let's, let's look at a problem or some problems that he mentions. Paul begins by here talking about his pedigree, his ancestry. And I'm going to tell you what, folks, I'm not born again. I'm not saved. I'm not going to heaven because my mama was saved or my daddy was saved or my brother was saved. I'm going to heaven because I've been born again into the family of God. My family history, hey, listen, thank God they took me to church. Aren't you glad of that, Rob? I'm glad I had parents that loved me and carried me to God's house. But I'm telling you what, I'm not going to heaven on my pedigree or my ancestry. But look at what he talks about at that pedigree. He begins with the ritual. He, he says, circumcise the eighth day. Well, that was, hey, if born a Jew, the eighth day you had to be circumcised. It was a ritual. It meant you belonged to the tribe of Israel, and, you meant, and it really meant you belonged to God. But it was a ritual. And he says, here, I, I'm part of the ritual. Circumcised an eighth day. But then look at his relatives. Look at what he says about his relatives. He said, the stock of Israel. Well, he's talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He said, they're my ancestors. He said, oh, look, look, look at my heritage. Look at my heritage. I belong to Abraham. And I'm going to tell you, one of the problems Paul was having, and it was a problem Jesus Christ had when he walked on the air, uh, there, the Jews believed because they were born of Abraham, they were automatically okay. Did he not? Did he not have a problem with that? When Jesus, he tried uh, to reach them. Of course, we know they rejected him and had it put on the cross. And Paul, he loved the Jews. He loved them. And his desire was for them to be saved. But, but they had in this mind, because of their heritage, because of their pedigree, they were going to be okay. I'm going to tell you what, don't ever think, because your parents were godly folks and went to church, don't ever think that makes you okay. Because each one of us has to make an individual decision. Amen. And he went on to say, not only here, but look at the honor. He said, of the tribe of Benjamin. I'm going to tell you what, that was a big honor to be of the tribe of Benjamin. Because it was Benjamin that stuck with Judah. It was Benjamin that didn't betray Joseph. It was Benjamin always brought up with honor. And Paul said, look, my heritage is one there of honor. I belong to the tribe of Benjamin. Oh, look at that. So the ritual, we see there his relatives. But it goes on to say, look at what he says about his race. He went on to say uh, there, uh, a Hebrew of the Hebrews. Paul said, I'm a Jew through and through. Amen. He said, that blood that runs through me is nothing but pure Jewish blood. Amen. How about that? But Paul said, listen, but that, and what the point he's getting at and we're making here is that rituals can't save you, relatives can't save you, and their, your race can't save you. Amen. It don't matter what color you are. It don't matter if you're black or blue or green or yellow or white, whatever. It, that's not what's going to save you. And that's not what's going to make a difference in your life. It's Jesus Christ and Him alone. Uh, I tell you what, uh, folks, it, God is no respecter of person, is He? 
And Paul said, listen, here's my pedigree. But that ain't, hey, you was going to say that ain't, that ain't nothing. Look, listen, look at, at his position. Paul said, here's my pedigree, but look at the position. Uh, he said, uh, touching all, a Pharisee. I'm going to tell you what, the Pharisee was your religious leader. They're the ones that were up and they had position. Uh, there, and Paul said, look, hey, I, I've got a position. Not only have I got this pedigree, but look at here, I, I'm a Pharisee. But thirdly, look at that, because of that, he says, look at the power I have. The Pharisees had power. And Paul said, I got power and influence. I, or I had it anyway. With, all right? So he said, look at my pedigree. Look at my position. Look at the power and influence. And then he said, look at my perspective. Fourthly, what did he go on to say? There, uh, which is in the law, blameless. Paul said there, <laughs> one time I was self-righteous. I was self-righteous. I considered myself blameless. Because of all of these things. I'm going to tell you what, folks, religion will not get you to heaven. Religion will not do it. I say this a lot. I'm afraid, now listen to me careful, I'm afraid religion's going to send more people to hell than anything else. I'm going to tell you what, Paul's pointing out here, and he's making it clear, it's not about a religion... Praise God, it's about a relationship with a risen Lord, Savior. And I'm going to tell you what, I'm, I'm with Paul. I'd rather have Jesus, amen. I'd rather have Jesus. Mm. Paul had all of these things here in this life. He had them. He had the pedigree. He had the position. He had the power. He had that perspective of his self-righteousness. Oh, listen. No doubt he had all kind of worldly possessions. But I want you to see. Oh, listen, the possession that he has now is what he holds dear. It's what he holds dear. He said, but what things were gained to me, all these, the pedigree, the position, the power, perfection, all this, he said, those I count loss. Yet doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the essence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but done, Ooh, waste, mm. that I may win Christ and be found in Him. Uh, listen, Paul said this, it, it boils down to this. I had all of these things, but he said, I'd rather have Jesus than whatever this world has to offer, whatever religion has to offer. Paul's saying, I'd rather have Jesus. Folks, I'm going to tell you what. I'd rather have Jesus than all these world's goods. You know what? All the worldly goods are going to fade away. But Jesus is eternal. I'd rather have Jesus. That's the thought God laid on my heart. I'd rather have Jesus. And if you're here today and you're lost, let me tell you, Wherever you're at, or if you're tuning in, whatever, listen, I'm telling you, no matter what riches you may have in this life, Moses had said he'd rather suffer uh, there and have uh, Christ than to have the riches of Egypt. He could have been the Pharaoh. He could have had all the riches of Egypt. 
But Moses said, hey, I'd rather have Christ. I'd rather have Jesus. I want to tell you what, no matter what this world offers you, it's going to fade away. It's not going to be worth it. But praise God, you'd rather have Jesus. Christian, if you're here today, hey, listen, Satan may be enticing you. He may be pulling on you. But I'm going to tell you what, just stop and say, I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather have Jesus. I'd rather stick with Jesus. Amen? Hey, the story of the psalm there about I'd rather have Jesus. I thought this was, in, was interesting. The psalm was written uh, there by Ray F. Miller with the tune written by George Beverly Shea. We've heard of him before, haven't we? This poem, penned in 1922, about the time Billy was born, just kidding, taking on Billy, was left on a piano in the Shea home by Bev Shea, who wanted her son to find it and be changed, change his life. The lyrics, I'd rather have Jesus, inspired George so much and conveyed to him about his own goals and ambitions in life. He sat at the pen and he began singing them with a tune that seemed to fit the words. Shay's mother heard him singing and requested him to sing it at church. We know that he had a life direction change. Uh, he had a lot of pop, popular music career, but I believe what he'll be most known for is when he traveled with there the evangelist Billy Graham and he sung this hymn all around the world. I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than to have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than houses or lands. I'd rather be led by his nail-pierced hand. Oh, than to be the king of a vast domain, or be held in sin's dread sway, I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world affords today. I'd rather have Jesus. Amen. Hey, today, if you don't have Jesus, let me tell you, you hey, you'll be glad that you have Jesus if you come to Him. And I'm just saying, you'd rather have Jesus than all this world has. To offer today. Sis, Lydia, you got the words. It's all, if it's all right, Lydia, will you come sing? This is going to be the invitation. I want Lydia to come sing this. She sung it Wednesday night, and I believe the Lord kind of started planting a little seed in her heart then. But today, I'd rather have Jesus, oh man, than anything this world has. Would you mind standing? If the Lord spoke to your heart this, this morning, if there's a need, Bring it to Jesus, all right? I'd rather have Jesus than silver or gold. I'd rather be his than have riches untold. I'd rather have Jesus than have Nail pierced hand. I'd rather have 
Christmas today. I'd rather have Jesus than worlds of homes. I'd rather be faithful to his dear calls. I'd rather have Jesus than worldwide fame. I'd rather be true to his holy name than to be the king of a vast domain than be held in sin's dread sway I'd rather have Jesus than anything this world Ninety seven five Glory FM is WGTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W two four eight DL Murrayville Gainesville.